The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. And the ride goes up and down and round and round. It has thrills and chills, and it's very brightly colored, and it's very loud, and it's fun for a while. Some people have been on the ride for a long time, and they begin to question, is this real, or is this just a ride? And other people have remembered, and they come back to us, and they say, hey, don't worry, don't be afraid, ever, because this is just a ride, and we, Kill those people. <laughs> Shut him up. We have a lot invested in this ride. Shut him up. Look at my furrows of worry. Look at my big bank account and my family. This has to be real. It's just a ride. But we always kill those good guys who try and tell us that. You ever notice that? And let the demons run amok. But it doesn't matter because it's just a ride. And we can change it anytime we want. It's only a choice. No effort, no work, no job, no savings of money. A choice right now between fear and love. The eyes of fear want you to put bigger locks on your door, buy guns, close yourself off. The eyes of love instead see all of us as one. Here's what we can do to change the world right now to a better ride. Money we hear and send it feeding, clothing, and educating the poor of the world, which it would many times over, not one human being excluded, and we can explore space together, both inner and outer, forever. Hey, it's about time we had this conversation. Do you want a beard like this, or close to this, or even half as good? Use luxurious bastard beard oil. Promo code LEGENDARY for a discount. And step your game up. Yo, welcome back to the greatest show in the entire universe. How you doing, man? Do you not hear me? What is going on? Can you hear me? Hello? Can you not hear me? Hello? I can hear you. Okay, yeah, I don't know what was going on. I guess uh, uh, Sean will be back in a second. Probably figured out whatever's going on with the internet. Uh, uh, today's guest, so uh, PG, how you doing, brother? Good, how you doing, man? Good, man. That, that intro was like super long. That was a, that was the longest intro I think I've ever ever seen in my life. That's a doozy. There we yeah, it go. It's very I can hear you, brother. How are you doing? Good man. How how are you guys doing? Good, good. No, it's funny like watching the intro. I, I saw it go from like fifteen people to six hundred people. So I'm sorry, uh, the fifteen people that saw the intro while everybody else got here. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, that that song sounded like something one of my dad's friends would make. <laughs> what's that like? What's that like? And what's having a dad like? Is it cool? What's having a dad like? It's pretty cool sometimes. Yeah, what is that? They're good, yeah. good and bad things, you know. Yeah, I like this song. It just took forever, you know. I was like excited about getting the episode, <laughs> going, man, you know. I was, I was, I was, I was like, man, I'm like really hyped, and like 
But I feel like it was good to get people here because we only had like 12 people watching the first the song, basically. And then as soon as it hits like ads and stuff, we got like a couple hundred down. So I feel better about it. I feel That's better good. about getting a guy from Fozzy here now, like without wasting time talking to 12 people, bro, you know? <laughs> like, it's going Wouldn't be now. my first time, trust me. Yeah, it just would have been a Zoom call. You know, you, you, gotta, you, you gotta break the 500 people mark so, so, so it's a podcast. Otherwise, you just got a Zoom call, you know? <laughs> we just had a Zoom call. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what's up, DJ? Again. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm uh, home for a couple days. You know, I got to spend Memorial Day here at home and, you know, take care of the house. Nice. nice. Back on the- so so you, you said you go back out on Thursday, right? Yeah. So uh, what 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 band are you going out with on Thursday? I know you're, you're playing so many. I know. It's always a loaded question. Like, hey, when's your band playing? It's like, which one? Uh, um, Fozzie goes back out. We have another week. We're doing this uh, Ugly Kid Show tour. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Another week with that. Dude, I saw some, uh, I, I think I saw a picture the other day of on your Instagram of uh, some of the crowds looking very nice <laughs> on that tour. How's that going? It's going pretty good, man. You know, it started off a little bit light. Like yeah. West and stuff, but it got better as we made our way across the country. You know the pockets, the old, you, you know, yeah. the usual good stuff. Yeah, the you know. the West Coast is not the, uh, yeah, not not the rock <laughs> territory. You know that that yeah. we like it to be. Yeah, starting a tour in L.A. is always kind of like uh, hit or miss. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. I, I used to live in L.A. and and uh, you know every tour had to start and end on the West Coast, of course, and. Yeah. Now I, I I moved out to Arkansas now and it's it's a much better like home base and hub to to bounce oh, yeah. around the country and and be close to like all the better rock markets you know we don't have to go to L A at all <laughs> and we don't <laughs> we don't it's it's kind of nice you know so where are you um, at I, I'm actually in uh, Albuquerque New Mexico we're on tour right now uh, Albuquerque we we had a yeah. uh, I think we were there on a Monday night. A couple weeks ago <laughs> yeah that sounds that sounds about right what what uh venue were you playing uh what do we play um what's the theater there the sunshine, sunshine theater sunshine yeah, yeah. yeah nice we're playing at uh launch pad which is like just down the street really nice oh, part of town right it is a, it's, it's a funky kind of town i mean it's like a city but it's there's nobody there Except crackheads. Yeah. It's, <laughs> once the sun goes down, man, I'm going wandering off. Get get your after shoe. Get your after show food before the show. Absolutely, dude. La- <laughs> we played here last time. We played here at the same venue. My guys texted me, ready. You know, like the, we were ready to take the stage there, and and I, so I was shutting down my RV, and I step out the side door, and there's like literally just ten crackheads just all hanging out right around my RV door, and uh, yeah. I was just like, well, you know, it's it's out of my hands at this point. Got to go. Got to got to go do the show. It's like playing um what about a Great American Music Hall in San Francisco? Been there? I don't think so. It's downtown San Francisco. And it's wow. Frisco's gone, dude. That you can you can kiss that one goodbye at this point. Wow. Man. I ain't seen so I ain't seen shit like that in a long time, and I played that place twice in a year this, this right. past year. 
I just, I couldn't believe it. I mean, literally people up against the bus just. I'm yeah, like, you, wow. Giving so themselves time. vaccines just right there up against your bus. Yeah. Not afraid of the jab. Right, right. That's great. <laughs> so what, yeah. how long had it been between uh, the, the time that you were there that it wasn't as bad and then this last time? Uh, in San Francisco? Yeah. I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time I played in downtown San Francisco. What do they call it? The uh, that section? It's called like the chicken wing or the <laughs> ham bone or something because they used to. I don't know. I don't know what the, what the name of it is. But um, man, I honestly it had to have been ninety one since the last time. Oh, I okay. So, yeah. So we're talking decade, couple decades. It was ghetto in twenty fourteen. Like the bay has trash on it and shit, man. Like, like and like all the all the homeless people are like shit in the streets and yelling at you all crazy. Like fucking like, yeah. like, like everybody's like, I like getting an out burger and like all these like crackheads around it. It's fucking it's so ghetto, dude. Like I fucking hate California, man. I, I uh... yeah, it's... Like, we st- we started this ugly kid Joe tour at the Regent, and you know where that is? Uh huh. It's right by Skid Row. It's right by that Cecil Hotel that was on that Netflix documentary. Yes. The girl mysteriously died. She was found in the water tank on the sea on the roof of the place. I remember it's that eight, story. Yeah, literally across the street. Uh, so you can get dr- you can get a drugs at Skid Row and then perform like right there. That's, that's pretty convenient, though. I mean, for yeah, but it was funny because uh, Whitfield, singer for Ugly Kid Joe, he went to go get dinner after after soundcheck and stuff. Him and the tour manager and. They turned the corner and somebody just started shitting in the street. He's like, "Ah, forget that's, it." That's San Francisco. Yeah, that's San Francisco. Not, no, this is L.A. This is right. Oh, L.A. The- Holy fire! Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, that'll that'll turn your appetite right around right there. Seeing seeing that. That'll keep you thin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> L- L.A. is is real bad. I mean, my God, dude. That's I, another one. I haven't played. I haven't been down in that area in L.A. It's probably in thirty years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we uh we were playing it still up until about twenty eighteen, I think was the last time we went there, but then with the entire Rona issue and all the the, the craziness that, that entailed, we just kinda cut off the west coast a little bit there and and yeah. uh and, so, and some of the the northeast as well you know it, it, it all got a little bit crazy for us up in those places so we yeah. kind of and, and you, you know i mean those those aren't just the rock strong cities yeah there's, anyway. there's no love lost there i mean right. you know hollywood north hollywood you can get into like you know the whiskey or you know so there's come you know there's still some rooms there where rock is alive for sure but yeah um, you know it's always hit or miss a lot of competition going on there. It's true. Well, and, and they're all listening to different styles of music at this point. You know, mumble the rock, mumble rap. You, mumble you guys, rap. Yeah, you guys need space down <laughs> dudes and you get less talented, and like you'll get their attention real fast. Yeah, that's mumble what it seems. That's what it seems like. I mean, there's not a lot of popular music that I'm I'm jamming to right now. You know, but yeah, uh, like, you change your name to like Little Little Bonavie, You know, like you'll, you'll fucking kill it. <laughs> it's true. It's, just, it's, it's worth a shot, man. It's worth a shot. Yeah. <laughs> as, as, as a fan of what you're doing, though, PJ, like, what, like, uh, is it crazy being like Chris Jericho, like, like working with Chris Jericho on the band stuff? Is that, that's like nuts to me. As a wrestling fan, as a uh, music fan, that's kind of nuts. Like, 
Yeah, it's funny because I, I never saw him wrestle. Um, I've known him for about I don't know, 13 years. You were in front of wrestling prior? I wasn't, I wasn't into, I mean, I was re- into wrestling like when I was a kid. So, mm. you know, WWF. And then but by the time I was like 11, 12, I was full on music and I was out. You know, I, was, I wasn't into wrestling anymore. And, you know, I met Chris. Chris was a, a fan of Trickster. So I went out. To, we went out to dinner with him one night, and um, so we just became friends over music. I never saw him wrestle until two and a half years ago. We were on tour, and we had the way we tour is we have to do five shows in a row, take two days off, do five shows in a row, two days off, and so on. Because he's got to he's got to be on TV every week. So he goes home on Tuesdays, and then Wednesdays he goes to wherever AEW filming. So this one time we were uh, we were on the road and we just happened to be literally just happened to be routed like oh we got he's wrestling in Chicago we're in Chicago so we all went and that was the first time I saw him wrestle. Well, so honestly, what event you go to him like was it like a RAW or something or like a pay per view or what kind of thing? I think I don't I, don't, I think it was a pay per view actually. Dope. Oh. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. It's like two years ago. Yeah. That's cool. Now, I, was a, I was a wrestling fan too. I, 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 not, I mean, I'm old now, but I mean, I, I love that. I love that stuff as a kid too, like attitude and stuff. Like, like Jericho, Jericho's a man, dude. Like, you, and your bands get like uh, our producer Cody knew knew a lot of raw, a lot of raw stuff, and like I kind of showed me some of that stuff too. I, I wasn't like country, but I mean, I, I was just like yeah, being like clued in, doing homework and stuff. Sounds cool, you know. You guys got a lot going on. Oh, that's cool. Who's your producer? Yeah. Uh, Cody. He's like, yeah, I'll bring him on the screen and make him make him. Okay, stuff. I like saw him before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this guy right here. The guy right there. Oh so, yeah, he was that, saying that fucking guy. That, that fucking dude. He was saying that. Uh, <laughs> no, he was saying he likes your bands and stuff too. Uh, he's going through and kind of introduced, like uh, showing me some stuff. We're, we're jamming out to jamming out to some raw before we're waiting on you gentlemen to get here. You know. So, oh cool. Doing, doing some last minute homework and stuff. Sure. Yeah, Raw's great. That's how PJ and I met like 20 years ago. How'd you Ra- guys meet? That's probably a dope story. Like how'd you guys meet? Like grinder Ra- or something? Or? We we just we were just on the scene at the hey, same time. Way before Grinder, man, we were this, the OG. This predated, this predated MySpace, let alone Grinder. <laughs> sure, that, yeah. I'm not judging. Almost. I was just wondering, you know. Yeah, kind of like a, yeah, we were just doing, we were doing festivals together and stuff, and then, uh, yeah, we were just, we were out and about when I think we were. We can't I think Rock came out just a little bit before Smile came out. Yeah, yeah, right? and then, um, you know, it, it was kind of thing to where. We would do these festivals, and we'd always see like the newer bands that come out, you know. And you guys, just like just like we did, start out on the second stage, and boom, before you know it, main stage, and then you know, next thing you know, we're opening for you guys. And it's, you know, I don't, I don't turn. remember that. No, I don't remember that. I just remember playing lots of uh, lots of fests and passing each other. And I, we we did play a couple of a uh, couple of uh, like club club dates together too i remember i think something yeah. in jersey once maybe or i think we did uh something in albany and uh jersey i can't hey, DJ, what's all those records behind you? are those all platinum and gold records behind you or like uh get a, get a stack up like sean does right. i i have two one of them was uh yeah i have a trickster one i have the fozzy one and That's there's so a good. double book. There's a warrant. What's it like being black. fucking awesome? Like, what's it like being like better than everybody else? Well, you know, I wake up in the morning and piss excellence. It just really kind of comes natural to me. 
Do you bottle it? And hold on to it too. <laughs> I bottle it, you know, it's case, you know. Stuff ages well, you know. You don't want to waste <laughs> like a fine it. Fine wine. Do you That's carry right. those records with you when you go to like Taco Bell and shit? <laughs> you just like put them in your passenger seat. And you're like, yeah, I, me and my platinum records are like some uh, Brito Supremes, if possible, you know. Or no, it's actually watch. It's just a blue screen. I'll change it right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> now I'm in Hawaii. Woo! <laughs> that's that's the one Anthony usually uses, but he didn't today for some reason. Yeah, I, I'm just using the sheet behind me. It, it's uh, super classy. That's right. Oh yeah, a lot of those filters. That's where my platinum records are gonna go. Like when I get them, you know, I, I don't have them yet. I, I got a plan, you know, to get talented at music and like then and then uh, get some records. But uh, uh, right now, it's just blanket. Sadly, you don't have to do that. You don't have to. <laughs> Haven't you heard popular popular music, man? Just go right oh, to the gold record. You can go right to the gold record. Perfect. Nowadays. Okay, yeah. Sure. I'll probably fit in not being able to sing. All you got to do is find a way to to push their dumbing down agenda through your music, and it will get pushed, you know? Right. Sure. These days. Go viral somehow. Make a killer TikTok. That's it. Yeah, you got to be one of the island boys at this point. That'll, yeah. that'll take you there. Yeah. So, so PJ, uh, I know you play in, uh, in in raw still, and you're doing the Fozzie thing, and you do the trickster thing. But don't you do some other things as well? Yeah, I play with Eric Martin from Mr. Big. I've been playing with him for about uh, six years now. We've been friends nice. for about thirty. We've been friends for like thirty years, and we just. Uh, started playing together over the last six years or so and we do like a full band thing sometimes me and my guitar player from trickster and uh, uh a drummer friend of ours joey casada but a lot more than more than those shows we do like broken down kind of acoustic shows just me and him and a percussion That's dope. That's dope. Um, yeah it's really cool it's good you know uh, and i would i'd never tell him this but he's one of my favorite singers and so it's it's great to be able to you know Sing with him and play with him. You think he's a better singer than Sean Danielson from uh, Smile Be Soul? That's not hard. That's that's <laughs> definitely not hard. I was just wondering. I was wondering what you like, what you thought. Shit stir, shit stir. My favorite singer is probably Sean Danielson from Smile Be Soul. Like I think, uh, right? I know, I know what you thought. I know what right. you thought. Grab a microphone, start singing with him. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not talented. I'm self-aware that I'm not talented, though. I'm like a lot of people, you know. But uh, but I, feel, I, feel, you, know, I, I you, you killed them, man. Like I, that's a lot of records back there, bro. Like I'm, like I'm like, I'm like happy for you. Like when I see, when I see that wall behind you, I'm just like, I just met you, but I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm proud of this young man with all these platinum records and like gold records. I'm like, I'm like, you're like damn, you're just, you're just killing it, bro. Yeah, I, I hope this is just happens to be where I can do my Zoom interviews. I noticed after a while, I'm like. I think I'm coming off like a dick with all this shit it. behind me. But I it's like, it. this is like my, my, I built out my garage as my studio and stuff. And this is where all my crap comes. It's my little nook of the house. So it's like where I can do interviews and jam where I don't wake my kids up or anything like that. So like I'm out here. So this is where all my stuff has to be. So all I'm, your not, have to be in the like, I'm going, like, like smoking cigars going, and this one was given to me by Eric Turner from Warren uh, back 30 years ago. And uh, yes, this one is the freshest one, the Fozzie one I just received. You know, that's what we a, want to hear. We want to hear that shit. It's American Dream, though, you know. You live in the dream. Did you? Don't have to, 
you, you don't have to explain yourself, man. I, I have a, a studio or office room in my house. It's the same way. It's all my shit's in there. My wife won't let that shit spread out of my office. It's the only place right. it can go. She's it's trying not, to keep you humble, dog. She's trying it's, to keep it's you humble. Not, it's not going to go in the rest of the house where all the fucking generic shit from home goods or fucking uh, hobby. Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. And, you know. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You got you to have the important shit in the living area, you know? Right. Dude, if I had that many records, I'd have one in every room, like every single room. Like if, if you had, if you asked to use my bathroom, I'd have a gold record above the bathroom. I, 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 I'm like, yeah, go ahead and use the bathroom. I got my gold record, in there, one of my gold records in there. Like, that's, you know, I mean, I'd be way less humble than you guys. I feel like. Dude, the the producer, the guy that produced our first record, hung the gold record that he got from that record in his bathroom, in his studio bathroom. That's what you should do. So people do it. I carry it around. Oh, I carry it around for sure, though. Like, that's a good sign, though. That means you've run out of room. That you have to use the toilet. Yeah, you guys yeah all, all the good house? spots are taken. I would gladly have. I would gladly have one of my gold records hung in someone's toilet. I'll Hell take yeah. it off your hands if you're. Uh, we're gonna get right. If you're to gold records, I'll go out and be take one. But uh, Noah, dude, have you guys been to Elvis's house? Like he'll he'll humble anyone. Like I, I, like no, no matter how cool you think you are, you go to Memphis. He has three rooms full of like records, like everywhere, like every, like, like just stacked, no space in between them, just stacked up the walls everywhere. I'm like, I'm a loser. I just found out by going to Elvis's house. I mean, it's like, it's like the, only, it's like the fastest way to find out you, like you've done nothing. Like, even funny, no story, how- funny story about Elvis's house is that I, we were there like back in like the early 90s, something like that. But now Trickster's manager co owns Graceland with lisa marie that's a cool flex so steve and i my guitar player we just went there last year and we had we had to call him but we haven't seen him in years like hey we're going to graceland you know hook us up (laughs) we got us a vip tour like you know just it's crazy we were his first we were his first and only band and like now the guy owns graceland it's pretty silly so so he he only managed trickster Yep. How, how did he, he? He was a just a guy out of Jersey. Him and another guy, this guy Ken Mako, and uh, they were friends with Peter Mensch from Q Prime Management, who manages. I mean, you yeah. name it. You yeah. don't get big Q Prime. I mean, next to HK. I mean, I don't know. Um, but at the time, this guy Ken found us when we were just teenagers playing underage clubs and stuff. And um, he brought in this guy, Joel, who was, had a good business sense. And these guys knew uh, Peter Mensch. So that was the time. That's how, kind of how we got our record deal. Peter Mensch basically walked our demo into every record label and said, you might want to come listen to these guys. First of all, I mean, we were. We were packing clubs in New York City when we were like 15 years old. So there was a legitimate thing going on well that's that but i mean a lot of people had shit going on but peter mensch was like here you might want to come see this band they're going to be on tour with Def Leppard next year so gave him a little nudge to take us a little bit more seriously and come out and see us and see what was happening um you know you can go to like any venue in new york city we were playing or in, in new jersey and uh we were for a local unsigned band we were doing pretty good pretty impressive numbers so um I mean, I kind of got off the beaten path there, but uh, yeah. So our manager, 
he only managed us. And then when we severed that relationship, he got smart and got out of rock and roll and decided to own part of it. <laughs> own Graceland, yeah. Not yeah, a bad cool. move. That's amazing. Like, so you toured Def Leppard, is that what I heard you said too? No, it was just it was it was a you know scare tactic. Oh, got you. Oh, okay. I was like hyped. I'm like the drummer only has one arm. That's a very talented drummer, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Also he, impressive. He's like a kickboxing drummer, you know. It's like it's, it's fucking weird. But uh, no, the, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, not. Um, I, I think Smiley sold a lot better than Def Leppard. You know, that's how I feel. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey. Look, there's only two guys in Smiling Empty Soul. All that, no, all that racket's coming from the stage. Only two of them. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. Sean's drummer has two arms too. So, I, I, like, if you're into like drummers with two arms, like Sean has one, but don't listen to Def Leppard. Like, he plays bass and guitar at the same time too. That's impressive. I know. I know. I think I was telling you, Sean, about how we did a Fozzie tour last year, and we had a band called Crash Karma, who's a husband and wife, and he plays the same kind of deal. He's got like the bass guitar thing. And that was the first time I ever saw that. Yeah. They, played, they were on in a band called GFM, who was three sisters, teenage sisters, and the singer plays bass, but she comes out first three songs, she doesn't play bass. It's just like, fuck it, I'm coming out and I'm fronting the band. No bass. That's it, no bass. And I'm like, so we did first night of the tour, I'm watching, I'm like, am I the only fucking bass player on this tour? I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And I forget what we did. There was a and then right after that, I think I see Sean playing. I'm like, I'm starting to get a little offended here. <laughs> <laughs> bass, bass players are kind of getting pushed out, I guess. Like, no one's using, it's very bassist. I don't know, it's very bassist of all these people kicking us out. So Bass bigotry. That, that's why I'm in five bands, but, you know, I don't know. Not for long. I think the bass is alive and well. It's just, you, you just happen to bump into a, a few unique scenarios in a row, you know. I, it is pretty cool though yeah i mean you know it's it's uh obviously i'm not gonna be pulling off like all the coolest bass lines on a record but um uh, i think for the live thing for for our style it it, it does the, it gets the job done you know dude i watch you guys every night and as a bass player i'm like it's there i don't i didn't miss anything it definitely fills the frequency i mean your tone's gonna be better and you're gonna be able to do more stuff but um for just just handling the the roots you know it, it does the trick you're, you're playing songs man. you know you're playing great rock songs you're not you know you're not showcasing even if the bass player was there you're not showcasing him <laughs> he's there right. to play the song so yeah it's 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 more more song oriented i guess and right. stylistically so it works you know exactly. plus it's nice to roll with only three people total you know yeah it's 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 one less body in the bus and that that definitely makes a difference in an rv oh yeah one less fart dude yeah that's one less fart for 10 minutes <laughs> that shit adds up depending on their dietary choices of course that's, that's i'm always right. the guy, i'm always the, i'm always the guy at the end of the night when we go to the truck stop i'm like you are you gonna eat that and we'll get him on the bus for 10 hours you can do that right. dude i, I had a i, I quit everybody what i said i question everybody's meal choices at the end of the night you, you had to be the, the the reminder this the the sane one to yeah let them know what's about to happen i we we had a bass player um for a while actually a, a pretty well-known guy that filled in for us um i won't name names because it's it's a funny story but 
he was getting these fucking weird cheese logs at Walmart all the time. They had like, it was like a, just a log of cheese with like, you know, some meats, <laughs> meats built into it. And, and I mean, it was, it was good, but he was like getting them and just, just eating the whole thing. And then he would just light up the fucking vehicle. And I, we, I had to ban the, the meat, the, the cheese logs after a while. Cause yeah. it was, it was too much, dude. We were, we were rolling in a, in a Mercedes Sprinter van, one of those 25 foot ones. So we didn't have the, even the luxury of the tour bus where you can escape to the front or back lounge, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Too, too close quarters for that meat log. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a no go. I barely let anybody, my boss, man, it's just, it's just my wife and I, it's, that's like the best part. It's like, yeah, man, I don't, I don't let many people in my boss. Yeah. PJ Anthony lives in a uh, school bus. He's got a, you really? Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, I'd yeah. prove it to you if he wasn't pitch black, you know. <laughs> but but, yeah, but uh, in, in three in two weeks it turns into a tour bus. So in two weeks it turns into a tour bus. So, so but uh, yeah, right now I'm, I'm in a parking lot of a 3M bar. I've lived here since January. <laughs> Dude, I, I, picked we have, drinking. I picked up drinking too. We all have a lot in common. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I feel like comedy's the same as music, except for like no one respects me. You know, it's it's, it's like <laughs> I have no respect or fans. And like, uh, and if, if I had fans and respect, we'd probably get, we'd probably be very similar people, you know. No gold record, yeah. just keep behind me, you know. It's not doing. It's not, I was actually, yeah, I was gonna hit you guys up for spare change in this episode. I was, I was wondering if any rockstars had spare change. I'll get to my HBO campaign. Venmo me, pop up your Venmo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was like, I'm gonna talk to rockstars like a panhandle. But no, no, it's, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's probably the same thing you guys do, except for you guys have houses also. You know, you don't just have the bus, right? I, I, I think that's the that, that's the main difference. But I prefer it. I hate bills. I'd rather just fucking, like, eat out every day and fucking do what I want. You know? Right. Yeah, you don't have kids, right? Yeah, I haven't cooked. Yeah, I haven't cooked in, like, a year. I just, like, go to this, like, Greek food place every day for lunch and, like, yeah, and, like, all that. It's uh, just you and your wife, though, right? No no kids or anything? Dog or anything? Take, I don't take care of my kids. Uh, they, uh, they, they're, they're at the grandma's house. You know, hey, I don't. Oh shit, he doesn't have any kids. I'm just messing. You seem like a good guy. I'm just messing. No, I don't have kids at all, man. <laughs> He's like, give, give me the Dewey Cox answer. Well, I don't. Right now, custody's trying to be forced upon me, and I don't think custody can be forced upon you. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I love Dewey Cox. That was a great fucking movie. That was a great. I was. I actually worked in the movie theater when that came out. I was. I was like fucking 19 or 20 or some shit. I, I I remember like pretending to work there and just just watch that movie. I, was, I, I definitely got paid to watch that movie. Seven hour to watch that movie. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, like, it's the it's the new Spinal Tap in my world. Like, dude, Whoa, it's that's, amazing. That's a good call, man. Have Have you guys seen the uh, the the extended version of Dewey Cox? There's like an extra half hour of of material on it. I no, think I, I have only. Done. It's something you got to see if, if you haven't. It's it's hilarious, yeah. man. There's Wait, some, there's some gems that got cut. You know what? There's actually sometimes if they play it on uh, like TBS or TNT or something like that, they it's like Anchorman. They'll play like a director's cut or something. Right. And I'm like, I remember turning it on going, what the hell is this scene? I've never seen this. Yeah, but yeah, that, that, I mean. That, that movie's always been one of my, one of my favorites and one of our favorites on tour. You know, it's a great fucking music movie. And, uh, so, you know, I'd seen it a million times and then I was in Walmart one time late at night and, uh, you know, we were on the road and, and I, I saw 
the Dewey Cox, you know, unedited extended version for like five bucks in this DVD band. And I bought it and we watched it and we were just blown away by how much extra footage there really is. It's, it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. It's like a, a, a whole other chunk is that was, that was edited out, you know? Right. There's like a whole other ending, right? Is that it? Or is that, am I thinking of Anchorman? And there's, I think there's a whole other ending and other scenes throughout the whole movie yeah. too. So it's, it's worth checking out. So, have you uh, seen the alternative ending of Army of Darkness? Like, that's pretty crazy. Army of Darkness? Yeah, you remember that movie? Oh, yeah. I never saw it. Yeah, the scene. No, okay, it's like an Evil Dead series. Like, it's, it's the best one in the Evil Dead series. But uh, they made it, uh, they made a different ending. Like, uh, like also, like, like you're talking about Dewey Cox, like, they have alternative endings. Like, apparently, a lot of movies are like that. It's kind of interesting. A lot of movies have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. That's cool. What do you like? <laughs> The movie industry is kind of different than your industry, though. I think I think uh, entertainment's all kind of the same, but I think movies and music are kind of different. Yep. Well, yeah. <laughs> rock stars are cooler than movie stars. I feel like because movie stars it's, are all kind. Of, I don't want to say what I think because I, I, you guys. That, you know. I, but, think but I think it's. But I feel like yeah, yeah. No, I think movie stars are kind of lame, but I think rock stars are kind of cool. You know, that's how I feel about that, it. That's because movie stars have all the money. And all the dudes. They have all the dudes. They have all the dudes. Dude, yeah, every actor's gay. Like, every actor seems gay. I feel like I was on like I, I was in two movies. <coughs> I was in two movies, and I'm surrounded by just like theater fags everywhere. I was like, oh my god! I, I was like, oh my god! They're like, they're like this craft table's not good enough. I'm like, what? You work at Domino's, dog? Like, you enjoy the craft table, man? You know? It's just like it's, it, I mean, like movies are like movies are fun to work on, but like you're just surrounded by all these like weird people, man. Like you, like uh, like 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 uh, I don't know, like the gothic people, the, the kind of people that probably go to your guys' shows, you know. But uh, but not but, but not you guys, but not you guys. Like, in general, you guys. Not, All not y'all specifically. guys. Specifically. No, the rock stars seem more chill. They seem like smarter, more on point. Like musicians seem more more musicians in general seem more on point. I think than like the oh. movie scene. You really have you fooled. Well, it's yeah. working. You guys, you guys tricked me. Then you know, I feel yeah. I'm, I'm easy to trick. I'm you know, I'm stupid now, so I'm easy to trick. What up? Wow. So what's if we were so, if we were so smart, we'd get into movies and make make all the money. See, I don't know if movies have money either. They're making like Spider Man forty five and stuff, man. Like I think movies are dead too. You know, I think the cell phone replaced every industry. I mean, that's where we're at right now. We're trying to redefine the new like kind of thing. The internet, yeah, dude, the the internet in general has just replaced you know entertainment, all other entertainment. I feel like. And you guys are like top tier in it. You guys aren't like some local band or something. You you guys are like in the game actually. And, and, and like saying the same thing that I that I think. I mean, I I think like uh, entertainment as well. I think. I mean, I, I think you've seen a. Re- I think it's coming back though. I think I, I for example, like look at porn. Porn's free forever now. OnlyFans is making people money. I think it's going to happen. And like you're going to redefine ways to make money in your career, in your fields and careers. I mean, outside of 360 deals and all those bundle packages and stuff. I, I, I think you're going to see like new. I think you're going to see new things. I think you're going to see like a lot of new. Um, be able to reinvent how to make money. Like everybody needs money. And yeah. you guys well, we have to. We are. We have to find new ways to make money because all the ways that we knew how to make money are all changed and different now. So we're forced to, uh, you know, all right. Now we have to uh, become TikTok stars. Let's try that now. It's like you know, the game of adapting. Yeah. They constantly. I mean, to be be in the game as long as you guys have been in the game, I mean, you have to be. I mean, 
uh, I mean, I, I feel like I've just now got into where I want to be. You know, it took me like 10 years to get where I want to be. I think you guys have been here longer than I've been trying. <laughs> like, you mean, like, you guys have been in the game longer than I've even tried to get entertainment, you know? So, it's, I mean, that, I mean that, that's a skill set in its own. You have to evolve and know, I mean, a lot of things to be where you're at. Like, like, I mean, you have, like, how many records behind you, bro? Like, that's, like, you got, like, nine gold records behind you? Like, like holy shit, dude. I mean, that's, like, cra- that's, like, crazy to me. As a dude, I'm, like, from the Midwest. I'm some loud moron from the Midwest. And, and, like, I see all that behind me. That's, like, crazy to me. Like, that's, like, I'm, like, holy shit. I mean, you know what I mean? That's, like, nuts to me. Yes. 33 years and going that's awesome doing it you know yeah. you've been successful so, almost as long as i've been alive you know that's awesome man so how old are you how old are you 36 36 i got a drinking problem older than you <laughs> <laughs> dude i just so, think of drinking again and fucking rules like what's everybody so mad about man it's, it's not you know it's not hard to drive or anything people, people like don't do it and drive i'm like you can't drink and drive you're a moron you know that's how i feel <laughs> Especially in a school bus. Yeah, I, I think Facebook <laughs> just dropped the feed, man. You're right. No, I'm just fucking around. Don't drink and drive. Only I should. Yeah. <laughs> so, so PJ, did did you get your your start in the industry with Trickster? Is that was that your first? Yeah. Your first yeah. signed gig, basically. Yeah. How did that? How did how did you go from that to uh, to Raw? Well, I mean, it was a pretty significant gap. I mean, Trickster kind of wrapped up. It was, uh, we were done by like 95 and there was a, there was a window of like six years or so where I didn't tour or anything. I was just home playing locally. And, um, I had another band with my guitar player from Trickster. We were were pretty close to getting a deal and, you know, just kind of kicking the dog and, you know, it just never happened. And I think it was 2001 Sahaj from Ra called me to join the band and they weren't even signed to universal yet and he sent me some demos he sent me like do you call my name and rectifier but some of the key songs off the first record i was like holy i was blown away but at, at the time i had something kind of bubbling with the band i was currently with and i'm like man i, I don't know if i could just up and leave right now i mean because you don't have a deal i don't have a deal i'm close so I love this stuff, but I can't. So I was going to do some showcases with them. And uh, they never surfaced because it was around December. And, you know, that goes like nothing happens after December. Yeah, it shuts down. So then cut to May of 2002. And I hear, do you call my name on the radio? It was literally like six, seven months later. I'm like, holy shit, that was quick. And then, boom, Sahaj calls me. He goes, I need you right now to fly out and join this band. <laughs> He's like, I got to fire my bass player. And, you know, I'm asking you again. <laughs> so I was like, nice. all right, well, now he's, he's got a deal. He's out on tour right now. They were in the middle of the tour with Stone Sour and Power Man 5000. And, you know, I was home just playing locally. What I had going on with my other band at that point kind of was cooling off. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm up. Send me my ticket. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, what year did did you guys uh, stop touring with Raw for the first time? I think the first time was I want to say two thousand seven, maybe. Because we, it's weird. We we would take so long in between records because we were getting pulled around by Universal for so long. Um, 
that it was a lot of long gaps between records. So it always seemed like we went away and broke up, and then we'd come back with another record. Right. But, uh, yeah, I think the longest break, I'm going to say, was probably 2007, 2008. I, I don't know, it's a little fuzzy. Yeah. Because so many times we went away for a couple of years and came back, then went away and came back. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I remember after 2007, I want to say, we took a couple of years. Then we came back in like 2012 or something like that. I don't know. Right. I got. I got. If only there was something that we had in our hands at all times to look up information like this. Where like, <laughs> oh, I'm on it right now though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not well, sure. It, it, it gets. It all gets a, a little blurry when you when you play so many shows. Or so because many I was juggle, I was also juggling bands like at the time when Raw would kind of pop up. I was always doing like Trickster kind of reunited in 2008 and we started playing for the first time in three years then i was also playing with lita ford for a couple of years at the same time raw came back together so it seemed every time sahaj wanted to do something with raw it was always in something different but i always went back to raw when somehow made it work scheduling gods are always in my favor um up until recently up until this last year right but uh yeah, I'm sure we'll be back again in the next five years. <laughs> yeah. So, um, how how much of the year, on average, do you think you spend on the road these days? Um, it's a good amount. I mean, you know, up until I joined Fozzie, I was doing mostly weekend warrior fly date stuff. You know, whether it was Eric or Trickster or. You know, I put a couple of solo records out myself and I would just go out and fly out and do weekend like solo shows. Um, you know, maybe four or five days at the most. You know, Fozzie is the band that, it, it's like, it's always, it always works out to where I, I, almost a decade goes by before I join a band that puts me back on the bus and into that touring cycle thing, you know? Yeah. And um, so, for the last three years I've been in Fozzie, you know, we go out like two, three times a year. It's a pretty steady thing. We go out spring, we go out fall, and we do the UK, you know, the late fall, early winter, um, and then repeat. And when I'm home from Fozzie, I'm still doing weekend stuff with Trickster or Eric or, you know. Also, there's a there's an 80s tribute band that I play that's based out of New York um, that I'm in with my guitar player from Trickster. And, it's basically a national act. It's called Rubik's Cube, and it's like a Broadway show. It's a corporate, private party um, band, you know. So, ninety percent of our work is all exactly. It's all that you know. Nice. We're doing actresses' private, you know, fiftieth birthday parties and playing Hawaii or playing, you know, some corporate Christmas party, Facebook's Christmas party, or it's a. Uh, it's pretty cool, actually. And um, we, we tour. So, I mean, luckily, you know, I have a sub for that. So they're pretty lenient with me. So I can just kind of play when I'm around. And do, you, do, you guys tour, do, do you guys tour with that band, like even like like weekdays and everything, like get in the bus and go? Or do you just do uh, weekends? No, it's all fly dates. I mean, it'll be like, you know, hey, you know, if uh, Maui Jim Sunglasses call them, we're playing their Christmas party in Maui on a Wednesday, you know. Will you go out and do it? Yeah. But, you know. Where have you yeah, played so, in Maui? 
we just play, you know, whatever ballroom at the Hilton or the Sheridan or wherever, you know, the corporation's having their party. Joke, joke. That's but great, I mean, man. It's so weird because when you're playing for millionaires, you know, you get, like, the bands played the Apollo, the bands played, I mean, you name it. I mean, they high, we played the um, Rock Roll Hall of Fame. They rent out these venues and throw parties, and it's like, you know, they got money to burn. It's amazing. So we get to do a lot of really cool things. Corporate gigs are the shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. You like sell our rules. You guys are like selling our rules, dude. Like it's it's like fucking like all these people are afraid to do it, man. But like I got all this money now. It's, it's like everything, everything's changing. I start just selling out all the time. It's not it's not selling out playing for a corporate private. I do. I'm just messing around. I'm just messing gig, around. You know, I'm just trying to understand that's, myself. No, that's uh for the job. That's, the job. that's how you make that's how you make the cash to keep doing what you want to do and love to do, you know. That's how you guys yeah. are in houses and I'm gonna bust, right? <laughs> <laughs> Until yeah, Thursday. RV. I'm in an RV right now, buddy. Is it still daylight there? Like I, I was looking at your skylight. Is it still daylight where you're at? Uh, it's <clears throat> the sun is almost down, but it's uh, I'm 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 one hour behind you right now. That's yeah. So I got a question for both you guys though. Like, uh, what's the first thing you guys bought when you got signed? Like, what was, what was like the first thing you're just like, fuck yeah, I'm buying this right now? My PJ first. What's like? I I didn't have that purchase. You know, I was just so psyched that i can go to the diner and pay my own tab that rocked my world i mean i was 16 years old so i, I couldn't buy a car i didn't have my license yet you know wait you got like, signed at 16 that's nuts yeah yeah that's crazy i was so I wasn't, 16 still that's crazy I, 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 yeah i wasn't buying houses or anything like that i was you know just happy that i could go to the diner with my friends and buy my own cheese get fries with it if i wanted <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Art, art, being an artist like sucks at first, and like, it's awesome, man. It's a roller coaster. What about you, Sean? What's the first thing you bought when you got signed? Uh, a really nice uh, French restaurant dinner. <laughs> the, the day, the day uh, we got the day we signed, and and our checks came in and shit. Yeah, I, I went out to a real nice dinner, and and then most of my money went into. Uh, Alcohol and drugs for a long, a long time, and yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna uh, say besides drugs, that's actually what I was, I was like, yeah, if you have a hit song, I did it for the drugs, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like expected, I imagine. I, you're, I gonna get, to, you're gonna get a short answer. I managed to flush a lot of money down the toilet. Let's just put it that way. I still feel like that. I still feel like I blew so much money this week. I'm like, I'm like, man, I made great money this week, but I blew it all on dumb shit. I mean, just like literally, like. I, I don't make my own food, so I, I eat out every single meal I've eaten so far, like for since January. <laughs> uh, but I don't know, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of dumb, but I love it. I hate cooking and I hate like making my own food. Yeah, well, you're in a perfect position to do just that. Yeah, no bills. Yeah, that's the dream, man. My bills are two hundred forty bucks a month, bro. That's where they're at right now. Can you cook in your bus? Do you have a kitchen? I could. I just don't want to. You I mean I can, right. I can do whatever I want? I can cook anywhere. I just don't fucking want to. You I mean it's, it's then like, you gotta clean it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like I have to fucking spend like 30 minutes cooking when I just like hand somebody 20 bucks, like nobody happy. I mean, it's just like, you know I mean? like, like it's like crazy. I don't, I have no idea how people just want to cook for people. I've, 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 you I, should I, I don't want to do it for myself. You should cook your own meals, but you should hire a housekeeper. There you go. <laughs> yeah, buskeeper. That's a move. That's a buskeeper. Yep. Yeah, a buskeeper. Well, I just, I should just kidnap a fan on tour. 
I should, I should be like, yeah, dude, isn't touring so crazy? And just make him clean the whole time. I'm like, I'm like oh, is he crazy going places? Keep him in a dog crate in the corner and then just let him out to clean here and there like once a week. <laughs> just splash beer in their face like, when you walk by him every time and fucking degrade them and shit. I feel like I just do that in every conversation anyway. I feel like I just degrade everybody in every conversation I have. That's Part of the job. Natural, you're a natural roaster. Yeah, I just well, I'm just like a complainer. Like you, you're the same way. You're like you, like we both just complain about everything. We're like, man, I hate my awesome life, man. Wouldn't it be cooler if it was like more awesome? I mean, it's just like, like that's how I feel. Is like, I mean, and Sean's the same way. That's how I relate to Sean. We have the biggest complaint list in, in, in entertainment. I feel like we're, we're, like we're just like, man, I hate just like doing my dream, dude. You know, it's, it's so fucking annoying. Like, wouldn't it be great if we were more more privileged? Yeah, that that's, be awesome? so that's so true. I, like, no matter how cool my day is i'm just like man it could be cooler you know and like god right. you guys were talking about the phone thing earlier too like it was funny like i I, uh, I stopped smoking weed for a second but i went to the dispensary today and i don't have an id because long story i'm not gonna tell you why but i but I, I don't didn't have an id i still got weed without an id and, and like unless this is like being recorded by feds this is all satire but I, but i basically <laughs> like uh, I, I i was at the mall and they have a fucking dispensary at the mall now and then and i'm where like, are you i'm in uh st louis missouri right now but uh, oh, okay. I went to the Galleria, if you're familiar with the area. I went to the Galleria, went to the mall there, nice mall. And, like, and like my wife's buying some – who knows what she's buying. And, and, like, I'm just, like, sitting here eating pretzel hot dogs like a fat piece of shit. And I look over, and there's, like, a, there's like a fucking dispensary. And I'm, like, I'm going there right now. I go there. I go, I go. I don't have an ID, but you can literally Google how old I am. I'm, like, I'm like just Google my name, and like, look how fucking old I am. And he's, like, oh, okay. And I already look old. I'm not, like, it's not a mystery. I'm fucking not 20 you – know I mean, it's not a mystery that I'm not 18. But, but I feel like uh, he, he literally went off Google and still sold me a Moon Rock joint. And that's why I'm so nice right now. You know, that's why I'm the, that's in that nice zone, you know. Hey, providing a service. It is. Just, you... And, and uh, uh, basic internet fame hooked me up not having an ID. Because if I, if, I, if, I was, if I didn't wasn't Googleable, I couldn't have bought that. So I, I'd like to shout out to Internet Hustle, you know. Internet Hustle. Yeah. I, would be, I would be just drinking Heineken's right now, you know. As long as you got your phone on, you always got an ID. Yeah, basically, I'm, just, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, I might even Google me. He's like, he's like, oh, really? Oh, he's like, you can't Google everyone crazy. He's like, oh, he's like some 25 year old dude. Hey, Mickey crazy. Mouse. That's how he sounds. I mean, he's a cool guy. <laughs> Sam's a good guy. I don't want to say that. Uh, uh, Sam from the dispensary the gallery. You're a great guy if you're watching this. But uh, but I'm just saying, like, um, no, uh, yeah, he just he was. I don't know. I just bullshit my way through it. It worked out. It worked out for your boy. You know, it worked out. Dude, that's that's great. I stopped smoking weed for like a week, and I just want to like fucking just beat up Vladimir Putin. I just want to fight Russia. Like, I mean, you just get so mad about everything. You're just like, what am I so mad about? You know, like, why do I hate literally fucking everything? And it, and it's weird, then, man. That's why I change my weed. And why you drink wine? You know, it's the same thing. Why I drink Heineken's? You know, I'm like, I'm like life is crazy stupid, and like I just want to fucking not realize it all the time. That's right. Amen. So your 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 weed, your weed break was short lived is, is the point of your story yeah. right now, Anthony. I'll be back. I'll be back though. I'll be back to, to the not, to the to not smoking. To the Wait, what? You'll be back on the wagon. No, I'll be back to complaining about everything constantly, really aggressively, oh. fast. I guess you know, <laughs> that's basically what that smoking is to me. It's like I'm too smart to not smoke. You know, I feel like like smoking makes me fucking like like dumb and normal. Whereas, like, fucking, like, you know, if I, if I, if I, I don't know, I just argue with everybody. I'm like, arguing with like a, I argue with like a girl that wouldn't sell me gas last night. She like, wouldn't sell me fucking gas. And I'm, I just called her a fucking retard, you know? And, and like, I shouldn't do that. I should just be like, I should be like, whatever, everyone's a person, you know? People have been, wait a minute. Why wouldn't she sell you gas? Isn't that her job? 
Well, you'd like to think people do their job, but they don't. All people can do is like take payment and offer nothing, and like and like and like be lazy. That's what it seems like to me. And I was in, I was in the ghetto, and I was trying to get gas because I was like running out of gas. I was driving fast and shit, so like my gas burned fast. And, then, and so I stopped at this gas station, and like like uh, and like she's like she just ignored me like I'm a ghost. And I and like dude, if I didn't believe in God, I would have killed her. I would have shot up the whole place. You know, but but I'm like God, okay. I I, I give me a situation where I don't choke slam this lady straight to hell. You know, that's how I feel. But like, all I, this I, happened in Minecraft, right? No, yeah, yeah, it's all satire. But um, yeah, we, we don't want to lose the Facebook feed again. Fuck, <laughs> fuck Mark Zuckerberg. That was the worst part about going to Hawaii was that he had a house there. Like Mark Zuckerberg had a house there, and like, and he's always like doing like fight videos on mine. I'd love to fight Mark Zuckerberg. Like, shit. I, I, I'm probably. A would you be your one choice if you could fight anybody? Would that be your one choice? No, I'd fight Satan. If I could pick anybody, I'd fight Satan. <laughs> oh, there you go. I think Satan and Mark Zuckerberg might be one and the same. Well, uh, Zuck, Zuck's a Satan fan for sure. But uh, but no, it's like, I, dude, I'd beat the fuck out of Lucifer. That rule. Imagine being the guy that throws Lucifer <laughs> off Earth, dude. You know what I mean? You'd be like a, you'd be like a legend forever, dude. That'd go viral. That'd go viral. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, bro. That's funny. Put, get yourself a gold record in no time. That's yeah, right. Well, he's the god of music, man, right? He's like, he was like, the, he was all about that music shit. Like, like you can see it now. You got all these like Satanists and you, you guys are like in music in like a cool generation. Like now, it's like that fat guy Sam Smith and stuff. He's like White Lizzo, and he just like sings all these stupid songs. Like, just, I'm just like, man, he's making Satanism look really dumb right now. You know, like, I'd be <laughs> mad if I was the devil, dude. Like, if, if like Sam Smith was representing me, man, I'd be pissed. Yeah, there's, there's definitely, you know, been, been better, more rebellious uh, acts to, to represent that than. Sam Smith, you know. Yeah, it's like rebellious to be Christian now. You know what I mean? That's is that, I, yeah. Are we? Is that? <laughs> let me get this straight. We're talking about rebellious musicians, and Sam Smith is who comes to mind. Yeah, he's not rebellious no. or a musician, so it's weird. No, that, that's what I'm saying. Is is uh, oh. you know, the the? I was like, did I miss a story? What? I'm like, did I miss a story that Sam Smith proposed or something? <laughs> We're just rambling. Just fucking, you know, Sam Smith did that. Uh, you know, he, he's he's just pushing the Satanism thing like so hard. And we're, we're just saying that, you know, the, the, the musicians that used to push the Satanism thing used to be more on the, on the rebellious side. He's a little, he's more a little believable. A little more believable. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe we're just seeing through it now. Maybe we're just seeing through the bullshit now. Maybe Led Zeppelin was as bad as Sam Smith. I don't know. You know, I, I didn't see him live, you know, so I don't know. Like, 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 I, I just, I'd be embarrassed. If I was the devil, I'd be embarrassed by his representation, you know. That's why I'm going to heaven, man. It seems cooler, you know. I'm, I'm just like, yeah. You know, I, I don't want to burn forever with all these fucking retards, you know. I'd rather just, like, I'd rather just do cool stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. Well cool put. Stuff. Well so put. much better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> That's so much better. I like that sentence. Cool stuff is so much better. I want a shirt that says that immediately. Like, yeah. T-shirt. Cool That's stuff is so much better. <laughs> I love that sentence, man. Charlie, are you playing tonight? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we, we, we got a show here at the at, at the launch pad, and uh, I think I got I I should probably get going kind of soon because we we do have to play, but uh, it is, it, uh, it worked out. Is Nocturnal Affair out with you now? Yeah, you know those guys. Yeah, we they tour with us all the time. Oh, do they really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, they they seem to be pretty cool guys. We we're we're about a week um and a half into the into the tour now. So uh it's you know, it, it takes a little bit to kinda 
get to know the personalities, but that's that's happening. So tell them, go in there and tell them I said, hey, beside all the singing and the playing, they were really good. Awesome. <laughs> I will. I'll tell I'll tell them that's what you had to say about them. I'm sure they'll be yep. stoked. <laughs> Yeah, um, they, so a good do, they tour with you with Fozzie a lot. Is that Fozzie, yeah. Okay. Yep. Nice. What What's the connection there? Um, they, it, it started just as a a Bion band situation, you know. Yeah. And um, this is I think a year or two ago, and then the packages worked, and they did the uh, Jericho cruise. Um, last year what month is it? this year and um then they came out with us in april and i think they're going to come out with us again in october or something like that whenever oh wow out. that's a lot yeah. of runs together yeah yeah that's good because that means it's yeah. working you know yeah yeah it's good good group of guys yeah yeah i think we have about uh two and a half weeks left with them and then we wrap this up on uh, June 18th, and then we go home for a while. Right it's gonna, Yeah, it's gonna be nice. It's good to do the the back and forth thing with the family. You you know, you know how it goes. You gotta. Okay. Get, yeah. get home. I'm at that. I'm at that point where, although I mean, I I could never stop touring. I just love it so much. But I realize the older I get, like once you start getting, like we just did. I mean, I don't know if it's because we did three weeks in April. Took. A week and a half off and then we did three more straight weeks which is long for us and then we have to go back and do this last one so yeah. put all that together that's a lot that, that's a lot of touring for me in one clump but after like two weeks or so you start going all right i could probably use a day or two home yeah dude, so I, back, I feel back, like... back in the day i i wouldn't even look at you know when's, when's the last show i don't even look at that you know oh, i mean yeah, i still dude. don't I'm just appreciative when I do get home, but yeah. I'm still happy to be out there. But yeah, two weeks, yeah, it, three weeks. It, I, 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 I could totally relate to all of that because when we started touring back when I was like in my early 20s, I mean, we were out for like almost two yeah. years pretty much straight. You guys yeah. were, I'm sure, doing the same thing. And, and I, I never looked back. And now I'm 41 and we get out here on, on a tour. I'm looking forward to the tour. And then, like you said, about two weeks in, I'm like, ooh. I'm pretty yeah. done. I'm pretty Red. pretty good. Red. So you guys yeah, you're old, it. basically? Is that what you're trying to say? What? You guys are trying to say you're old as fuck? Yeah. Basically. Pretty much, yeah. That's cool. That's just the natural progression, you know, when you've been touring on the road for decades. It's like it, the sheen wears off. It's still awesome. There's still things about it that I love. And like you, I mean, I, I feel like I couldn't ever stop, completely stop yeah. doing it because it's just such a big part of my life. Right. Um, and lifestyle, but you definitely get to appreciate the luxuries of home more when yeah. you get older. I feel yeah, like you guys have been in it forever, and I just got here. I, I I just arrived, so it's more fun for me. I mean, I, I'm just like, oh man, I can like do whatever the fuck I want all the time. It's great. You know, I mean, I I just, I, I mean, but you guys been doing it like for fucking ever. Like you guys have bands forever, makes more sense. And answer, Kiko. Yeah, no, I'll be in Omaha for sure. I was asking if I'll be at the fucking uh, <coughs> be cool. Nebra you know, I'm excited in Nebraska. It's how old I am right now. Another thing, too, that's different about comedy and, and playing rock music is that, you know, we have to be at the venue so much. I mean, oh, dude, it, I it's 
like you don't you, you know you don't have to come you know halfway through the day and sound check and then just sit there in your fucking vehicle all day long i don't have to do anything I, don't, I literally have to it's like the jo- it's the biggest joke of a job ever <clears throat> I don't, I, you, you literally don't you have to talk for 30 minutes while people hand you beer and cigarettes the whole time and then join that's, that's, that's pretty much what i do i just sit there and people just bring me stuff while i'm like talking to them and degrading them and telling them they're all losers now and it's literally like what they do. They just want to hand me shit the whole time. And uh, joints and cigarettes are props, so it's legal. And like, um, and it's great. You know? It's ironic that the biggest joke is the job. It is. No, it is. And I'll admit it every time. It's not a real job. It's literally, it's literally the fakest job. It's, it's like the most bullshit job I've ever had in my entire life, and I love it. You know. Yeah, like no, no sound check, no VIP show, no, uh, you know, no gear to carry. No, I mean, it's, it's pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah, we just show took the cool up. parts of your job, basically. We took, we took everything cool about your job, other than the platinum records. So I get no platinum records still. I can't even go on Spotify. They won't even put my comedy on Spotify, so I can't even get that shit in streaming. So really? it's like I was robbed. I was robbed. Yeah, dude, they they got mad. I like made fun of. I don't know. They got mad about some dumb shit, but but no, I think like, <laughs> um, the censorship era. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah like, uh, I should just be like Biden's great. Uh, Hail Fauci, I love everything you tell me to love, and I hate Donald Trump. And they'd fucking give me a fucking, they'd give me the equivalent of a gold record uh, in comedy. You know, they, I, and it was weird to us telling Sean, like, like, they're putting, like, I'm at the level where they're putting, a, I'm in, mean, like, press with all these people you've actually heard of, like, all these comedians you've actually heard of. I'm in the same thing. I'm like, I'm like man, I'd be embarrassed if I if I was on, like, Saturday Night Live, and I'm in the same promo as me. I mean, I'd be like, I'm like, oh, man, I'm just straight kidding. So like, I look at her, who the fuck is Anthony Rogers, and why is he doing the same promo email from fucking this comedy club, you know? I'd be, I'd be embarrassed if I was them, you know? But, Dude, that happens in the band world all the time. You, you know, oh, I bet you play everybody. New, new people come up, and you're just, you're just, you know, they're on the, the promos, and you're like, I've never heard of that. But next thing you know, they're bigger than you, and... What's no, I bring up a band. I bring up a band, and Sean's like, "Oh yeah, I did a show with them." Like, I'll, I'll make fun of like KG Elfin or some band like that. Uh, we'll make fun of some band. He's like, "Oh yeah, I, I did a show with them one time." Like, you, it's probably the same thing for you, PJ. Like, you, I mean, I imagine with like all those records, you probably played with like half the fucking bands on my iTunes. You know what I mean? I don't know. You're pretty young. I don't know about well, that. Only compared to you, you know, not not compared to like other people. <laughs> I'm not, just not compared. Not compared to the earth. Well. Yeah. <laughs> They're like yeah. six-year-olds, like call me like son, and like eighteen-year-olds call me old. It's like, it's like fucking right. weird. I'm in, I'm in that weird in-between spot where like I'm like I'm like I'm like young to some people. Old. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Depends on who you ask. And twenty-year-olds are like, "Ill, you're gross and old," and like six-year-olds are like, "Hello, son." <laughs> you find how yourself hanging out with people. Wait, how old are you? Fifty. Oh, you're not that old. Tell that to my back. You're like ten years older than me, dog. More than ten. Who's back? Aren't you thirty-six? Yeah. Hey, he's thirty-six. He told me that. Who taught you rock stars how to count? Who taught you fucking musicians how to count? Like, hey, I'm my own accountant, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Working numbers here. I can do that math. Math, math for Asians. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's. It's a racist compliment. Okay, it's kind of racist. Actually, I. I have an Asian that rolls with us on tour that, that just counts the cash and sorts it and, you know, keeps it organized. I can't even do an accent. I'm bad at being Asian. I can't make Nikes like that. No accent. I'm bad at it, man. We're getting canceled right now. We're over. This is, this is a, it's going to cancel us yeah. again. Yeah, Facebook's not going to like this one, dude. Is Facebook still a thing? Like, that's, like, so weird. I think so. Is it? I'm going to find out. You're gonna find out. 
I think it's where everyone's watching the show now. I think we have eight people on YouTube and like 600 people on Facebook is the spam campaign. I did it in that really long intro. I put it in every group and all of my pages were a part of. Like during that, that intro? Yeah, that long ass intro. That's where I spam yeah. stuff and make all, all these people watch. We have 666 viewers right now because we have musicians on here. So you, you definitely wow. brought us to the, de you brought us to the devil that, numbers, you fucking rock stars. That's so metal. That's so metal. Dude, I'm glad metalheads go to hell though. That's pretty cool. And, and like, I'm glad they all, I'm glad they all go to hell while I go to heaven. You know, that's, that's how I get rid of them. You know. Dude, uh, on that note, I actually probably should get going, guys. I got a show job, to, to attend to here. You gotta go. Yeah, gotta you be, go to your gotta job. Be job yeah, I, I got a job to, to fulfill. Luckily, so far in this tour, we've been uh, over in Pacific Time, Mountain Time. I've been able to still do the show. Yeah. So you need to get a haircut and shave a little bit too, bro. It's getting disrespectful, you know. It's like you need to get your life together, yeah. man. You just need to get your life together and like shave and get a haircut and like just like, uh, you know. You got it. Next time, next Tuesday, when you see me, I'll, I'll look, I'll look very different. Good, good. I'm glad. For, Dude, uh, uh, thanks, thanks for coming on, PJ, man. It's been awesome. Thanks for having me. Good, good hanging with you, fellas. And, uh, yeah, definitely. Pleasure to meet you, man. Like, watch your, uh, watch your step walking to the venue tonight. <laughs> I will. I will. And uh, you, you have a great run starting on Thursday, man. Hope it goes well. You got a lot all of shows right. coming up, man. You guys definitely check out all their shows and uh, not go to my shows. You should go see uh, when are you, Chelsea P. You, you got a residency in uh, St. Louis over there? Or you get you gig over there? Shows, everybody's a broke crackhead here. I do shows across the United States. Like, uh, these people are all losers that steal shit. I, I, I just do uh, yeah, I do shows. There, uh, I'm going to Nebraska Friday. And then Sean's got a show there Saturday. I'm going to check out Swampy Soul in Omaha. And I got a bunch of other shows and a bunch of places. I I I, I tour because I, I there's no money here, bro. You've been here. There's no money here. There's no money here. Yeah, it's great. Get out of this bad area. Yeah, that's right. money. I like living here so I can drive fast and like not get in trouble for anything I do. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm kind of an idiot. So so it, it's good to be in the ghetto sometimes. They got good barbecue and no laws. And then and then I'll and then I'll like leave here and then I'll uh, make a bunch of money in other markets that I don't live. And then I'll come back here to live in the ghetto beneath my means. Are you it? Are you over by that mall, like by like what is St. Peter's, Missouri, whatever it was, by that casino? How the fuck do you know about St. Peter's? I'm from O'Fallon, actually, right by there. How the fuck do you know about St. Peter's? Uh, come on, man. I told you. Dude, you just my childhood dog. walking this country for 33 years. I know St. Peter's. <laughs> That's why I, I grew up. I grew up 50. I grew up in the next town, the west from that. What one town west from there is my hometown, O'Fallon, Missouri. It's where I grew up. And that mall is where I, is where I smoked everyone's cigarettes in my twenties, or no, ten years. Sorry, you smoked everyone's cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, that's, everyone's that's cigarettes. quite an accomplishment, dude. Professional. That's, that's the one. It's got the uh, the jewelry in hotel next to it, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I know that area really well. Wait, uh -huh. sure, you know St. Peter's too? What the fuck? You guys are scaring oh, yeah. me now. You guys are scaring me both though about my hometown area. Hey, you go right over the bridge there, yeah, right <laughs> over the casino. I know it. Yeah, Maristar. Yeah, you're right by Maristar. Yeah. That's uh like that's crazy. No, I'm from I'm from that area, man. That's, that's where I'm from. But I live in the ghetto now. I'm in St. Louis, where it's ghetto as fuck, and I I prefer it because like uh, I don't have kids and I eat barbecue all the time. Yeah. Uh, the person yep. who said he lost his uh, virginity in Drury just texted me that. I want to say that out loud because he's uh, Cody said. Let's bring Cody back on about this. Uh, he, he just said he lost. And Sean, go do your job if you have to at any point. But I'm saying. <laughs> all right. I'll keep mumbling drunk. But Cody said he lost his virginity in Drury. I think he just told me. Yeah, that no. uh, Drury right love there. <laughs> It's a lovely place. I've been there a lovely time. place. <laughs> it was. What a what a beautiful experience. 
Yeah, dude, it's a staple. Like, I drive like by cigarettes it. and lunchables mm. now, dog. It's like all this stuff. Cigarettes and lunchables. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's now, so like now. there's Bob Evans really in front of it. Now it's a dispensary. Now it smells like that. Okay. It's a dispensary there? Yeah, a dispensary, and it's never open. Yeah. That's crazy. I can't wait to try wow. weed. Yeah, it's going to be fun. John's trying to weed pull. I weed like yeah. the fifth time. All right, guys. He's like, he's like, I got to go. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good, good show.